what's the subject? Living with somebody well, with ADHD? Yeah, well, hold on just a second. Okay. <laughs> Shut up. Hi, welcome to Focus for Fuck's Sake. My name is Cherish. And my name is Patrick. And my name is Philip. And I'm Chennai. Oh my gosh, I've got lots of people here with me today. And, and, and that's because we're going to talk about what it's like to be the partner of someone with ADHD. What it's like living with us. What it's like loving us. <laughs> what it's like watching us almost burn the house down. Mm-hmm. Um, that kind of stuff. I know it's not um, the easiest thing in the world. And I just want to say we appreciate you guys so much. Oh, yeah. I hope you know that. <laughs> You're my rock. Um, Shania and I both have pretty severe ADHD um, on the on the rough scale there. Patrick also has ADHD. Um, however, it seems not, not as bad as mine. Um, I don't know how else to explain it. There are lots of different types of ADHD that I don't know anything about. And I think you guys might. I don't know. A little bit. Quite a bit. Well, I think I, I think I had severe, and then after my first TBI, I was cured, and then my second TBI put me at the halfway point. So what is a TBI? Uh, traumatic brain injury. Oh, yeah, oh. that'll do it. Yeah. 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 Just lean this way, so that, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um. See, in my just like wild, harebrained theory with no real evidence except just talking to people is that boys seem to grow out of a lot of their ADHD symptoms that they have as younger children, and women seem to grow into them, Mm. or something like that. I feel like my ADHD has gotten worse as I've aged. I have a good thought on that. I I feel like, um, because one of the first things that I've ever read about ADHD is about... um, uh, because it all started with men, um, but specifically men who farm, men in agriculture. Um, and I think maybe uh, since, you know, men, even from a young age, are always pushed towards an outlet to get that angst out, that energy out, that once they become adults, they naturally find a good outlet that mm. works for them. Mm-hmm. But women are constantly put in a juxtaposition of like, you need to act like this. You need to be more like this. And then you start doing that. And then we're like, you need to be more like that. You need to be more like that. So we kind of internalize all of our. Yeah. And when we become adults and we get to think for ourselves and what we want to do, we really figure out that we struggle with that. Especially if we have ADHD, that that's a really hard thing to do. So it's like, 10 times worse than it's ever been when we were children and we were controlled, mm-hmm. you know? So I, I, I guess that's kind of how I think it. Because, like, y- you don't necessarily grow out of it. You just find ways to cope with it better. Right. I just, it just, it seems like every male that I've spoken to that has ADHD, they definitely feel like they're able to cope mm-hmm. with their symptoms a lot better in adulthood than they could as children. Yeah. And I feel like um, the women that I've spoke to, it's the opposite. Yeah. The symptoms are way more overwhelming as an adult yep. than they were as a kid. I so strange. The, uh, the episode you guys just did 
about like menstruation and ADHD kind of supports that because hormonal. Yeah, we were talking yeah. about how um, uh, a lot of the times after puberty, men don't really have as much of an issue with it. And I think uh, our roommate Wyatt is kind of a good example of that because he still struggles with um, OCD and um, his tics with Tourette's, but his ADHD is um, mostly absent. I mean, he has mm -hmm. some days, but it's really the the other two. Uh, comorbidities that he has to cope with. Yeah. Yeah. And it's not, I'm not saying that like men don't have ADHD or they don't have it as bad or, you know, anything like that. Like, of course, there's a million different, different types and different ways that it affects people. Doctors always like to be like, well, you'll grow out of it. So yeah. Women, as though that's the common experience of, no. of men because they're usually the one focused on. Right. Yeah. It's just, I don't know. It's interesting. But, um, So how long have you guys been together? Uh, eight years. <laughs> Longer than us. Mm-hmm. Nine, now. Soon. High school sweethearts. Yeah, we met in high school. Yeah. Oh my god. That's really adorable. And we're not married yet. That's okay. <laughs> we're getting there. You know? I, I was a junior. She was a sophomore. Uh, it was just after I moved from Alaska. Oh. I, I moved in uh, June of 2014, and we met in February 2015. Nice. <laughs> How long have you guys been together? <laughs> oh, um, math. Six years, almost six years. This fall, it'll be six years. He always thinks it's one year longer than it was. I was going to say That's why seven, his face yeah. is doing that. <laughs> he was going to say seven years, but it's not. It's six. 2017? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Very end of 2017. <laughs> so 2017 plus 3 would be 2020 plus 3 more would be 2023 so that's 6 we always yes. end up skipping Valentine's Day because we have our anniversary her birthday and Valentine's Day within about 2 weeks of each other so we just don't even bother with that one. Oh, we don't do shit on Valentine's Day either that's <laughs> stupid made up yeah I agree you, you agree right now and hey you're... I love the theme of Valentine's Day and I love doing it for other people you know and Capturing that, cause I do photography and memories, and Valentine's Day memories are fun too. Oh, we I don't like the gimmick stuff. We made sure to get married on Veterans Day. Oh, <laughs> that's fun. So that we can get a ton of free shit. Yeah, yeah. that's a good idea. <laughs> so, well, there was a couple of reasons. One, I thought it would be really easy for us to remember because it was eleven eleven. Yeah. Oh, there you go. And. It's Veterans Day, so we can just go around on our anniversary and we try to see how much free shit we can get. <laughs> it's always a haircut, an oil change, coffee, oh. Heck yeah. Applebee's. Yeah. Applebee's. Yeah. The best yeah. place. I don't know. Appetizers. Like, yeah. But there's plenty of free shit to get. Um, so, how, how would you say you... I'm trying to think what to ask you guys about living with someone with ADHD. Like, how do you feel you've had to accommodate or, like, change the way you live when living with us? Or because you live with us? Mm. Uh, Difference does it make between <clears throat> if you, say, we're maybe dating a neurotypical person? 
it's a bit indirect, but I would say I'm, I'm fairly um, adaptable and go with the flow kind of person. And I think that definitely helps because, um, I mean, Shania would contest to this a bit because I like the structure of keeping the furniture in the same place, but the, <laughs> the house definitely changes every couple of months, whether she is using the living room to work on a yard sale project she's about to do or a macrame piece or photography or whatever whatever the hyper fixation of the the month is uh -huh. and uh, I just kind of go with the flow and move around the things yeah so let go of control in a sense yeah I, small amount yeah, of control <laughs> I would say I'm decently good at that yeah he one thing that I feel like we do that has been uh, it just makes being married to just really good and easy, especially with someone with ADHD that has like hyper fixations and, um, you know, uh, dope, trying to chase dopamine by spending money or trying to, you know, like, um, we keep our money completely separate always. And I never did that in my other two failed marriages. <laughs> and it was always a problem and we never fight about money it's great mm -hmm. like we have our money separate we can send money back and forth to each other as yeah we have a, very a easily joint savings so we can like collectively save and trade money back and forth to each other and we yeah. don't have to use venmo and deal with the fees but mm -hmm. other than that yeah that's smart that's all separate yeah that's probably smarter <laughs> um patrick how 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 has your life changed Living with someone with ADHD? Uh, not much. Really? <laughs> yeah, well, it's it's weird because... Um, I don't know how to describe it. Uh, living with somebody with ADHD is very much similar to living with somebody who doesn't have ADHD, who's just really lazy. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so, like, I assume that, like, if you're, you know, doing dinner, you know what I mean? Like, I'm all clean up, you know, afterwards. And it's not because you're intentionally leaving things out as much as you just forget, mm -hmm. you know, yeah. like, or, uh, if there's like, you know, a full trash can, I'm not assuming that it's because you just as assume that, you know, the man's role is to go take the trash yeah, out. It's no. because you forget <laughs> right. to take the trash out or, you know, uh, you know, feeding the animals or, or anything like that. It's not because you're being vindictive it's because you started to <laughs> and then got your attention caught to something different you know what i mean like there's no animosity behind it so it's kind of like a weird you know that's huge it makes a lot of sense it's yeah. a yeah. huge yeah. yeah it's a huge deal and it's a huge if, if you were ever in a in a neglective abusive relationship then Falling into a relationship with somebody with ADHD is a lot easier. <laughs> You're already kind of like, you know, uh, 
Um, it's there just without the malice. Yeah, yeah. Exactly. Exactly. Oh, gotcha. Yeah. There without the malice. Yeah. I'm not. Yeah. Yeah. I, I like, I don't assume that you're doing it in like any kind of like a negative feeling. No. You know, yeah. it's just. I try so hard to keep the house clean. I try so hard yeah. to put stuff back where it goes. I try so hard to like finish what I'm doing. While it's in my hand, mm-hmm. if I'm taking the garbage out, take it all the way out to the can, put it in the can, walk mm-hmm. back, get a new bag out, put the new bag in the can, put the can away. Mm-hmm. That's a lot of steps. That's a lot of steps, I was yeah. just going to say. <laughs> so a neurotypical person, that's just what you do. It's easy. It's mm-hmm. part of it. It's it's the, it's the task. Mm-hmm. But for us, each step is a task and I have the opportunity to get interrupted at any point between those things by a child, a phone call. Mm -hmm. Yeah. My toddler is, it's constant, loud. A puppy is enough for us right now. I I don't need to also have that. Yeah. (laughs) Yeah. It's, it's tough. Um, and I will get overwhelmed easily. Mm -hmm. I feel like that's something that, um, you understand that no other partner has mm-hmm. understood with me. Or like just yesterday he came home and he was talking to me about something. We're talking about Pedro Pascal or something like that. <laughs> and all I could hear, there was like, there was a fan going banjo was next to me whining about something. Murdoch was in the garage whining, trying, wanting to get out and banjo was whining because Murdoch was whining. Mm-hmm. And then, uh, Scout was sitting on the ground going, Mama this, Mama this, Mama this, Mama this, while Patrick's talking to me. And I was like, I, uh, I, I can't even, I can't hear you right now. I cannot hear what you're saying. Mm-hmm. I don't know what it is, but talk to me about it later. <laughs> yeah. Tell me about Pedro Pascal later, please. I would love to hear it, but right now I can't. Yep. And like, I had to walk away. And like, someone who doesn't understand that would be like, what the fuck? Rude. Yeah. Right? Like, I would probably be a little bit more like, please shut up about Pedro Pascal for a second, and uh, I need to take two seconds. Just yeah. leave me alone. <laughs> but just knowing that, like, even that, like, we're not trying to be an asshole. It's like, everything is so loud, my brain is shaking in my skull. Melting. Like, I, I'm, I got to get out of this situation right, right now. I think it kind of forces you to uh, focus on the things that, like, two very regular neurotypical relationships but also need like uh strength in uh, communication and understanding between the two people it's it's just kind of like under a magnifying glass because i obviously have to be very understanding that if there's a billion things on the table and four different projects going at once that uh she's just got a lot of different directions going on in her head uh and she's not trying to make a mess Uh Uh, and just to be patient with it and then with Moments like the one you were describing that, like, just to practice proper communication in, in those times. And it's definitely just puts a magnifying glass on, on those two important traits of a relationship. Yeah. Patience. That's the biggest <laughs> thing Patience. that you have. Ugh. And I'm sure it's a lot easier. He hasn't had any, like, abusive relationships, really. But I would imagine patience is much easier when you come from a, a, a bad relationship and then you go into an ADHD one and you know it's not full of malice or anything so it's well, easier to be patient. The other thing is is that I think that kind of incorpor- 
incorporates into it is the lack of giving a fuck. Yeah. Like, yeah. you know, like just being like, well, yeah, whatever. Yeah, that's fine. It's cool. You know, like I'm up, up and down for anything. Mm-hmm. You know, like I, I have never been a structured person. Like if we went somewhere, like if we went to the airport and our flight got canceled, but they offered to send us somewhere completely different. <laughs> all right. I would like, yeah, sure. Why not? Yeah, uh-huh. That's, that's fine. You know, like I'm, I don't have any kind of How like, no, I'm stressed. Oh, abs- no, I, I can't have structure. It freaks me. It freaks me the fuck out. Routine freaks me out. It, mm-hmm. Like all that stuff. I know that it's supposed to be good for me. It's not. It's not good for me. Mm-hmm. It's not. Mm-hmm. I don't care what anybody says. <laughs> I yeah. can't. I can't do it. Um, and, you know, he's just ADHD enough to like understand um, and be, but also be impulsive with me. Mm-hmm. Um, better, better example. Okay. okay. If we were getting directions somewhere. Mm-hmm. Okay, and uh, we took a wrong turn or something like that. It's like, okay, whatever, you know, let's go explore what's down over here. Mm-hmm. You know, like it's, it doesn't, it doesn't bother me. It doesn't like, I'm not one of those people that's like, oh my God, you know, we've got to be there on time. It's like, whatever, we'll right. be a little bit late, whatever, that's fine. You I know? love that so much about you. <laughs> and it's like, it was one of the first things that really drew me to him was my, last abusive relationship um he was you know so time obsessed Mm -hmm. that it was horrifying for me and I didn't even know I had never even heard the term time blindness Mm -hmm. I didn't know I just thought I was wrong Mm -hmm. always I took too long I you know I fucked up I always but no matter what I did it it why did that take you so long? It should have taken you this long. Where were you really? What were you doing? You know, mm. just like a whole, were you cheating on me? Who are you with? Like, mm-hmm. all, it, That's where it would go. Um, And when I first met Patrick, I told him I was coming out to meet you in Millersylvania where you were camping. And I was like, hey, I'm going to drop my kid off at school and then I'm going to head out there. I'm going to grab us some coffee on the way. So it should be like probably like 45 minutes or so. And then, um, I'll probably be there about, and he, he was like, you don't have to worry about telling me when you're going to come. You can just come when you want. Just take your time. You don't have to rush. I feel like it's, it's interesting with Shania because I feel like she is both of those things because she will easily get lost. And Shania, uh, like a superpower of her ADHD is that she can literally go anywhere once and know how to get back, even if it's not even the same direction. Oh, damn, that's Uh, rad. I don't have that. (laughs) So she'll take the longest way possible to get back, uh, and but at the same time be stressed and feel guilty about, like, the time wasted once she, like, sits down and goes to do the thing. Like, the travel, she'll be like, it's fine, I don't care. Uh But then once she realizes... I've reduced my time uh, by the end of it. Yep. (laughs) And I'm freaking out. I do that same exact thing. Yeah. Time, there's so much guilt involved with time, and Mm -hmm. I don't know why. Mm -hmm. I hate it. Well, and I struggle a lot. I would say I I wish I could go with the flow a lot more. He's pretty good at it. He's a very structured guy, but he's 
I would say I have radical acceptance programmed into me while it's <laughs> learning and working on. Yes. Because, uh, like, I, I don't like to necessarily, like, go with the flow, but I like to know what the flow is going to look like. And then if it's if it starts changing into something entirely different, then I'm, like, anxious about that. I get yeah. very nervous. Yeah, I'd say, like, <laughs> if we were daydreaming, uh, you would be very happy with the thought of let's just go to the airport pick a flight and randomly go somewhere but if we have a trip planned and we're supposed to go so uh from here to there and it's no longer here to there y your brain would explode because th the formula has changed and it's not what it should be anymore yeah oh yeah no not us mm, yeah. no yeah, it's very... we've I, been I in some yeah <laughs> me neither we've been in so many situations where other people would have flipped shit mm -hmm. and yeah. freaked out and cried and not known what to do and we were just like all right you want to like push each other around my, on this little my, cart or, you my know? threshold is like 24 hours and that threshold just what what bypasses it is like hey i'm okay yeah. like i i don't care where you're at as long as you're okay i gotta have food water yeah and like a place to go to the bathroom and then I'm good. Yeah, or yeah, like, right or there. like, tell me, tell me, like, give me a a, a idea of where you think you're at. Yeah, yeah. See? you know, and that and that's that all comes down to like the military thing and stuff. Uh -huh. Is like, okay, well, if anything bad happens, I can find you. Mm -hmm. Yeah, I can find you with you know accuracy. That's you know to find where the vehicle's at, where mm -hmm. you're at. And that's the only thing. It's like a safety thing. Yeah. That's that's the only thing it is. You just want to know where you yeah. whereabout you are. Yeah, Got that's you. that's all it is. It's like you could be doing whatever. You could be going out, hanging out, doing you know, uh, meeting friends, and I I trust. Oh, you mean you want to know where uh, about where I am? Yeah, yeah. Oh, like, okay. It's like, it's Got like, you. Yeah, it's like it, it's a twenty four hour thing. Like if you left and said you would be back, like be back in a Tomorrow. couple of hours or oh. something like that, but then. You didn't reach out to me within like twenty four hours, then I would be concerned. Mm -hmm. I would hope you'd be concerned if I told you I was coming home that night and didn't come home that night. Well, I would just assume that you were, you know, you've met some shit and were out doing some stuff. No, don't assume that. I'm not going to do that. Oh. That's not what I'm going to do. I, I usually attempt Find me. two phone calls and a text message over the few hours, and then once those fail, I'm like. Okay, she's probably let her phone die by this point. Yeah, uh, like, I'm not, like, I don't know. It's, it it comes down to it. the fact that I'm just, again, it's... Well, and he, he knows that I've got PTSD with that stuff. Mm -hmm. So if I'm gone, he knows mm -hmm. that he can't just send me a text and say, where are you? Mm -hmm. oh, yeah. He can't uh, just, like, he, like, that would make throw me straight into panic hard yeah. I, I so he sure calls and he's very like uh, phrasing and uh and verbiage because uh, i know if i'm if i'm just very blunt that i once was uh at, at work and busy and shania tried to call me and i accidentally hit one of the like uh pre-saved <laughs> text messages that was like we'll call back later period uh and sh uh when i corrected it was like that was an auto-generated message i'll call you right back hon uh, I just went in the bathroom, and she was like, yeah, I didn't think that was you. You'd never talk to me so sternly. I'm like, that <laughs> yeah. was a robot, but okay. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. No, it's, it's, and the reason why you're conditioned like that is because 
people with ADHD have that rejection sensitivity uh-huh. dysphoria mm-hmm. where like everyone is sensitive to being rejected mm-hmm. or hurt, you know, of course. But with ADHD people, there's just that little bit deeper of a like stab or maybe just mm-hmm. like a little bit more of a repetitive yeah. thought of mm-hmm. how Oh, and the, it's so deep with me with, like, abandonment issues. Yeah, like, that you got to be clear. And that go, that all comes back to that communication mm-hmm. that we were talking about earlier. And it's on both sides mm-hmm. where, like, when I got freaked out and overwhelmed by that sound, I didn't just say, like you said, I got to get, get out of here. Yeah. Like, I wanted to do that, but I took a deep breath and said, hey, I'm really overstimulated right now. I got to get out of here for a minute. We'll mm-hmm. talk about this later. Like yeah. calmly explaining what's going on in my head. And he's like, okay, yeah. I get it. I definitely think that takes practice because it does that's something Shania has definitely been, uh, working on. Cause, mm-hmm. uh, at first you, you realize what you're doing and then you notice it and then you can try to phrase it better. And there's still obviously the days where you're like, all right, f- fuck it all. Everything go away. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Uh, and that's where, uh, we have to just be like, yeah, she's not mad at me. I'm, I'm not the problem. There's too much going on. I'll mm-hmm. just like step back and wait. Totally. It's yeah. not you. No. Like, um, Sometimes. and I say that out loud a lot. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I say, Hey, it's not you. I just, I'm, I got too much going on right now. I feel yeah. crazy. I need a minute mm-hmm. alone or whatever. It's much like, uh, again, much like the military because you like, <laughs> You get a lot of different people all kind of thrown into a group and you get conditioned to the idea that if somebody was like, hey, man, I, I really have to fuck off for a bit. Okay, go go fuck off. You know, I've got it. Mm-hmm. I've got it. Yeah. You know, and not asking or not trying to dissect. Like, I, I've always hated that. Like, mm-hmm. you know... Past, yeah, why? Rela- past relationships, mm-hmm. things like that. It's like, you know, like, I really need to fuck off. Well, why do you need to fuck off? <laughs> well, mm-hmm. I don't know. There's just a lot going on. Well, what do you think is going on right now? It's like, okay, I don't stop talk- fucking asking me questions. I just need to get the fuck out of here. Yeah, we have because the only way I'm going to be able to give you those answers is if I fuck off. Uh-huh. Yeah. You know, but it, you know, it's one of those things. Yeah. Yeah, you need to fuck off more often. I feel like you don't get enough fuck off time. <laughs> I have a high threshold for my fuck off. I know. That's that's like that's genuinely like my only complaint about you is that you don't take enough time to just go do stuff with your friends or by yourself. I don't have any friends. <laughs> and whose fault is that? It's mine. I don't like people. <laughs> I'm very very secluded. Okay, well just hang out with me then all the time. <laughs> that you are my friend. Okay. You're the person I want to hang out with. That's so lame. I'm sorry. <laughs> it's alright. But I just feel bad when I'm out gallivanting all don't. over. You don't need to feel bad the about United that kind States. of stuff. You don't. Alright, cool. I would tell you <laughs> I would tell you. I will tell you. That's true. I will tell you if yeah. I need time to fuck off. Yep. That's true. Yeah. And I Just because you. your threshold and mine is different, yeah, you don't need to feel bad if you reflect what what all I've done, and then what does it mirror it to where you, what you've 
you know, like where your threshold is at. Like, don't hold me to the same standard as you. Got it. I've got a different standard. Yeah. <laughs> Did you just pop it out? It happens. It's okay. <laughs> it happened to the other one. Oh, I figured it out. I figured out how it pops in and out. I can fix it. <laughs> it's okay. Um, all right. I won't. But I just... Um, I do want to go, go to Brazil. Mm-hmm. Uh -huh. I, I want to go do Carnival. Oh, uh, that'd be fun. <laughs> Yeah, I don't. No, so I know. Do like your your thing, yeah, your thing, your thing is like crowds and people and stuff like that. Yeah. It, it's not my thing. It, it's it's weird. It's it like sounds like fun, but same. I don't know. It's it's weird. Like I don't have issues with people, like crowds or anything like that. It's it's almost like wind. Yeah. It just kind of, you know, like, I can tell when there's going to be a, a huge gust. Yeah. You know what I mean? Like, I understand with some people, it's, like, just the wind in, in general. But for me, like, going into a place that's, like, heavily crowded and stuff, it just kind of, like, whips by. Okay. Yeah. But let me just say it might be different for people who are short. <laughs> <laughs> that's fair. Yeah. Crowds that fair. are... Horrifying. Elbows. Yeah. You gotta watch the elbows. I'm right at armpit face. Armpit height for a I'm lot of people. Go, and it's disgusting. Go, I'm gonna go as far as to say it may be different for females. Yeah. yeah. Too. That too. Totally. Because there is a whole nother mm -hmm. aspect of that that you have yeah. to worry about. Yep. Yeah, I don't I don't like any part of it. I don't like the noise. I don't like um feeling trapped. Mm hmm I'm very claustrophobic. It's not really bothered me. I just kind of bob and weave. Yeah, no, it just it just kind of waves by you. That yeah. must be you know, so you're, nice. You're walking, walking through a thing, and it's different. It's different for for everybody. Me you know? going through a crowd, I'm like, okay, okay, let's just get let's just get to an open place. I'll just keep going. Okay, okay, few more feet, few more feet. Let's me yeah. go into a crowd. It's not like me. just. I'm like. I feel like it depends on the day for you. Depends on the day. Depends on the crowd and what we're doing. Yeah. Because if we're going to like say um, a concert or a comic con or something, or we're like going to an event in Seattle or Tacoma, I am more preoccupied with looking at people's faces, looking at their body language, checking their hands because I have trauma of being in public places and be popping off on me. Like, yeah. I've been in the Tacoma Mall. And I've had a woman, I was just staring at like where my, the guy with my phone was going to come out. We were in the Apple store yeah. and she thought I was like staring at her. I, I must've been looking through her or something because yeah. I don't focus on my own body language, yeah. you know? Mm -hmm. So she thought that I was like listening in on her conversation on the phone and like judging her or something. Her. Oh my God. I'm a relatively yeah. passive person. And this is one of the only times I've stepped in between Shania she and the person. Right in my face while being on the phone. was like, just cause you're the same size as me. Doesn't mean I'm like intimidated, like not intimidated by you or something like that. And I was like, Oh my God. I was like, what the heck? I'm still a kid. You're I know. I can't imagine think, like getting up in your face. You're just yeah. like such a sweetheart. Well, she's literally my height too. Yeah. So I was like, Whoa. Well, that's good. At least if she was bigger than you, I would have been pissed. Ew, I was, yeah, I was, like, every single emotion combined. But, like, that's another thing, too. Um, we were talking earlier about, like, um, uh, oh, I can't remember what it was. But basically, when, I, I think it's important when we're out in public and, oh, yeah, when things happen that we weren't expecting. Yeah. Out of your control. Yeah, out of our control. I think what helps me with that and what I'm working on is 
figuring out how to ground myself. Mm -hmm. Um, and you know, like what you were saying in the military, just check in with myself and to see if I'm okay, mm -hmm. because that's what I struggle with. I struggle with the introspective. Totally. Part, yeah. And I have to check and see if I'm okay because I have been conditioned to feel like if something goes wrong, it's not okay anymore. And it completely ruins the plan. And we have to turn around and go home. Yeah. Kind of thing. Yeah. And I don't ever want that. So I have to be like, okay, yeah, I am okay. I don't have to go home. Uh -huh. It doesn't ruin the plan. And we can change it. Yeah. And then I get excited again. Yeah, I feel like that's uh, a combined difficulty between your uh, complex PTSD and mm -hmm. ADHD mm -hmm. that like if his we therapy don't, background if we don't, helps that. <laughs> uh, yeah, I'll touch on that one in a second. But if, if we don't like stay on course uh, to whatever the like preconceived plan was, then the whole thing has like is dead on the water and uh, can't change course very easily. But it's definitely something you've identified, uh, especially lately. Uh, That's how but, I was as a kid. You know, my parents, they'd take us to these places, but then something yeah, well, would happen and we'd just have to go home and they'd deal with the tantrums that follow. I feel like stuff. that's and, definitely a product of having or I like, don't understand eight siblings why and them just them. being constantly fed up with all of them. Eight? Yeah, <laughs> yeah it's through a product of three You have eight siblings? Eight brothers, two sisters, ten siblings besides me, so eleven yeah. of us. And then... Jesus fucking Christ! Yeah, and then six of them are, like, in their, at the moment, 40s, early 50s now. Yeah. So they had kids our There's age. There's only one younger than her, and that's her blood-related brother. Yeah, so my nieces and nephews were our age, too. So they felt yeah. more like brothers and sisters. Yeah. Or like you guys, really were you guys Mormons? No. no. Surprisingly, no. <laughs> Three marriages and several adoptions after. Yes, yeah, so oh, when gotcha. my mom had six boys of her own... And several she, adoptions? She adopted, adopted five kids. Over the course of three years. Her and her brother are adopted. And yeah. And <laughs> oh my yeah. fuck. Yeah. My parents are in their mid-70s right so, now. So. Damn. Like, no, high five. High five. Because yeah. my fucking... I think my my mom is turning 76. Yeah. Yeah, that's how old my mom is too. Yeah. But she's a lot younger than us, sweetheart. Yeah, so that's why I have like the <laughs> yeah. trauma of someone who grew up in the 80s. How old That breeds 24. chaos for sure. 24. Yeah, she's a lot younger than us. Yeah. <laughs> This is so sad. <laughs> but when she was talking about uh, me having a therapy background, yes. uh, my dad had a lot of uh, trials and tribulations with college and had been in college from the time I was in first grade to up until like two or three years ago where he put it on pause. Mm -hmm. uh, but he had been going for um, his uh, doctorates in psychology so he could be a therapist for quite some time. And then pause halfway through his master's degree because uh, he's help, helping raise the, the kid with the partner he's with now. Um, sort of my stepmom, but uh, yeah. Almost. Yeah. 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 So, uh, someone I grew up with since I was about 12, 13. Because mm -hmm. uh, my parents stepmom. separated when I was like three. Um, mm -hmm. I saw her off and on, but not a whole lot. Uh, and my... Uh, my dad was constantly like, cause it was for a really long time, really just him and I in the house. Uh, he did most of the raising me outside of my grandparents. Uh, so he would be like proofreading papers to me and I became like a human thesaurus to his papers and he would like talk to me about those sort of topics and stuff. So I cool. retained a lot of it and like utilized a lot of it as I grew up. 
Wow. It was it cool? It wasn't cool at the time. No. <laughs> it was probably fucking lame. Like I'd rather be playing fucking video games no, right he now. Liked it. We actually did a lot of that to, together as well because my dad um, is a huge nerd as well. Uh, yeah. He was born in '79 and he had me when he was like 18. Uh, so we aren't even that far compared to. Like, oh jeez, yeah. No. Uh, so we would after he was done typing away, we'd get on the PlayStation to the computer together and play games and See? do stuff like you that. See, you got to do both. <laughs> yeah, his dad yeah. was pretty based, and then his grandparents that helped round out sleeping. the, the you know, lack of presence the of structure. a mother. Yeah, yeah, your grandmother did a really good so job. So your mom was out of the picture then? Yeah. Okay. <laughs> she, was, she still lived adjacent to me, and I would see her a couple of times here and there, but not a lot. And uh, once it became my choice, I was... Kind of just like, ah, I'm good now. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Well, it was also a really healthy decision on her part, too. You know, she yeah. also had, she did, is it okay if I? Yeah, I don't care. She, re, she works with autistic children at schools and stuff, and she recently <clears throat> just had her own diagnoses as well. Mm. Yeah. I can't remember if autism was one of them, but I think she does have ADHD and CPTSD, and like um, a lot of that was affecting around that time he was born, and she mm. didn't want it to rub off on him. Mm. And, mm. It was a really I, I do think at some point she was part. struggling with uh, bipolar as well. Mm. Yeah. yeah. Well, I mean, she, if you don't so know she, what you got. Yeah, yeah. yeah, so she didn't really understand yeah. the connection. They, they were very young, and uh, she had a, a lot going on herself and yeah, understood she felt what the awful. better path for me was at the time. Yeah. Um, rather than keeping it going. Uh, so then do you have abandonment issues at all? Maybe. Yeah. I don't. I haven't totally opened that box, but uh, I know I there are that. times where, um, outside of what is a very like neurotypical uh, sense of self, um, and what most of my friends would probably describe, I definitely have moments of anxiety more than anything. Yeah. Um, some yeah. of them pop up in in our relationship, but some of them are just like general anxieties. Yeah. Well, yeah, and with me, who does have sheer abandonment issues, you know, the thing that you do, not to cope with it, but just out of reaction, is you try to abandon the thing before it abandons them. So we've had oh. those bouts before early gotcha. on, mm -hmm. where I'm like, you know, like, say, I have, like, there was a time, what, two years after we got together, like 2018 or so, maybe 17 or 18, um, we were still young, like 18 19 um <laughs> but you know there there's a time where you're like uh I, I was probably treating him pretty crappy and i'm like why would you even be with someone like me someone who's just constantly popping off on you uh -huh. and constantly mm -hmm. jealous and like why would you even be with me like you shouldn't you would be better off without me and basically pushing him out the door yeah like he yeah. doesn't want to kind of thing and that was a really big thing i've had to work on and I, you know, I've, I've noticed it does make him really anxious and he does try to like fix everything and overcompensate for the things. And mm -hmm. I feel like maybe that could potentially be where that comes from, mm -hmm. but he's always that, been very that's a, stable about yeah. it all. <laughs> Relevant to the ADHD side of things. That's a balance I try to play because I'm definitely a, a problem solver and especially tech related, but even outside of that, I'd, I'm definitely like the fixer at times but I also have to recognize when like I don't need to be and should let her do her own thing and fix it herself uh it's just, it's a balance though because there are times where she'll call me at work and be like this and this isn't working where did this go where's that yeah uh 
and then there are times where I've just got to be like, I've just got to let her accomplish yeah. it. So we have we have a whiteboard on our fridge. That's it's not a honey do list. It's a honey help me list. Oh. <laughs> and I will write on there when there's things that I need. I need him to help me do mm. call an insurance company, yeah. make That's a dentist it. appointment, yeah. like yeah. Um, I'll, I'll cancel a subscription what? to something. Listen, listen to my voicemails. I have 10. Um, I have 10 voicemails right now. You guys, a ton of ten. things like that. Like uh, I keep telling her there's a list on the like provider card we have that she can go down and make a dentist appointment because she keeps saying like I need to make a dentist appointment I'm like alright we'll pick the, the dentist you can go to and she's like but then what happens yeah. I have to call them I'm like unfortunately I don't, I don't like think dentists. I can call them for you you but can I can, no, you yeah. can. Yeah. I am so I am so programmed yeah because yeah, the so mili- nice. dude the fucking military like 45 minutes is a good day mm-hmm. waiting I'm waiting um, on hold. hold. Yeah, oh, on yeah. hold. Yeah. And so I'm like, yeah, let's fucking do this shit. You know, like, I'm going to get, you know, I'll have a couple of drinks. Yeah. I'll sit there and I'll listen to the... I'll wait on hold all day. And I'll fucking sit there and jam out. Yeah, no, I would freak out. I jam out to it. I'm that same person. Like, a really good example is that for the loan we have for Shania's Rav... I'm a, a co-signer on it, so I can still call and make the payment. So Shania will put the money in our joint savings, yep. and then Help I'll me. call yeah. them Do it. and yep. be the guy who types in the automated system because dealing with the the press one for blah, 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 and all that crap wouldn't so drive her crazy, and it's just another thing on the list, and, and it takes me a couple of minutes, so yep. I just take And I feel like all those, little things, all those yeah. little things are so important to have partners that can help you with that and are willing to and uh, no problem yeah. it's uh it makes life so much easier yeah so much easier i'm so grateful he's got all of those things for me all of the things that i hate mm-hmm. he's like cool i got you i'll do it yeah. he loves finding things loves oh, it yeah. <laughs> oh yeah okay i've been a little bit waiting for this one because yes. uh nice keys can we, right there can we pause real oh, quick yeah. i gotta okay Hold your thought. Yeah, I'll wait on that. Finding things. Killed me. I got this back to you. Okay. Let's... Let's talk about losing things. Oh, yeah. We lose things a lot. So, there's this thing on Shania's keys right there. And in her wallet. Um, is that an AirTag? Uh, kind of. It's Hi. Tile, uh, which is the, the non-Apple version of that. Uh... I got her the one with better range too. For Christmas, one of her three gifts was a like debit card version of Tile and a keychain version of Tile. And if she hits the button on her keys or her uh, wallet button one, they find her phone. Uh, so it can find all three of the things. <laughs> but I still regularly get phone calls at work with, where's the last place you saw my wallet? Because I forget and that I have it. <laughs> yeah, and so I've at this point. Last time I was like, "Don't stop asking me that question. Open the app on your phone." <laughs> he can open the app on his yeah, phone. Yeah, I had to sign in to the the tile app on my phone because there would be so many times where it wouldn't connect for whatever reason because she would forget <laughs> to turn her Bluetooth on and it has to have that on. So, like, she would be convinced. She would be like here and Dodie with you guys, 
uh, and she convinced I can't get gas when I get home. I forgot my wallet. And I'm like, no, it says it's in the same place as your keys. So oh, yeah. it's probably it's in your like car. In my trunk, in one of my camera bags, yeah. or something. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, took, she took my debit card once. Oh, <laughs> and I went to go get gas, and then I was forced to learn how to do the, the Apple Pay, the mm. Apple Pay yeah. thing on my I, on the gas. Was thing. Pulling teeth, but I had to set up Apple Pay on get her to set up Apple Pay on her phone because. I can keep. Tra- I can get a tracker for her wallet, and we can find her wallet. But you can't get her to put the debit card back in the wallet. Oh, okay, yeah. <laughs> I, I, um, I've become. It's probably no. I don't know, but I, I've become really conditioned to put it back in my wallet right away. I hold my I wallet in my hand. She had adopted it's that so. Habit. It's so hard. It's yeah. taken it this long. It's taken so you know another twelve years on there. <laughs> I still lose them but um yeah i try to condition myself while my card's in my hand i hold my wallet in my hand too and i don't put my wallet anywhere else and i put it right back in zip it closed and my wallet now is on this big long tether (laughs) i got it specifically because i'm going to ireland in october without patrick and i'm just so afraid i'm gonna lose everything (laughs) so i um I got this special wallet that I can just tie into my backpack or tie into my fanny pack so that I can't leave it anywhere. I have a, I have a very distinct memory of us. Uh, the first place we were living together uh, didn't have uh, washer-dryer, mm-hmm. so we were at the local laundromat, and our clothes are spinning, and then just all of a sudden, flap, there's her debit card just on the center, just nice. staring at both of us, and it's just like, all right, well, we'll grab that before it goes in the dryer. <laughs> In one of the pants pockets there. I came to the realization too, uh, gosh, only like a week ago or so, that he, with the Tile app, he can find me anywhere. Right. Like, I don't have to keep my Snapchat location on or anything Mm. like that. He can just find me and ping my phone or ping my my debit card and know where my belongings are too. Yes. So as long as I'm with my belongings, he knows where I'm I'm at. I need that. So even when I'm in Ireland, I can be like, Patrick, where's my wallet? Yeah, right? <laughs> you can 50, help me. 50 meters. So, <laughs> you, when you brought it up, you, you, you framed it as though you were concerned, like, I can always see you, but as if you don't. Well, it's also a weird feeling, like, because yeah. I, I, I never but really realized that, like, it's as if you, you don't remember that I, I always have my Snapchat location on and you can also always see me. I don't keep my Snapchat location I on. But I, I keep mine people. on so you can see me. I, I think you should get a tile because everyone else can see where you are too. <laughs> but then again, you don't care about list, that stuff. Which is basically just our roommate and our friends. We don't know oh, how yeah. to Snapchat. Mm-hmm. <laughs> <laughs> well, so what yeah. other what other cool tools can you guys recommend to us old folks? Because since you've been here, we've learned about tile and yeah syncing up your google calendars we need to do that so bad because he doesn't he doesn't have use a phone calendar at all Mm -hmm. doesn't put anything on any kind of calendar whatsoever Mm -hmm. and i have everything in mind and he's always asking me what do we do what do you have this day what do you have this day what do you have this day (laughs) 
Yeah. Well, that's what he was asking me, and I was like, okay, I'm just going to share my calendar with you because I hate having to go back into my calendar and check and then tell him everything. I've been saying that for years, but we don't know how to do it. It took me a second. I think it it bothers Shanae because most of my to-do list is just easily accessible in my head. Like, I know I have doctor's appointment at blank, friend thing at blank, and I don't write it down because I don't need to. Um, now I've started adding things to our collective calendar, so Shania knows it exists. Yeah. Yes! She yeah. knows it's there at whatever time. Because you could tell me you have a doctor's appointment on Friday, on Monday, but I'm going to forget by Tuesday that you have a doctor's appointment on mm-hmm. Friday. But if I'm going and checking my calendar for what I've got to do on Friday, and I see you've got an appointment, But in my head, it's like less relevant for you to know, because I've already got it kept track of. And it's more relevant for me to know yours to to help keep track of yours. Yeah, that that is fair. Yeah. Like like a podcast where I didn't. (laughs) (laughs) Did any of us know this was happening today? I don't know. (laughs) Maybe. We forgot. Whatever. (laughs) We knew. We forgot. That's right. We made it work. I got asked like 20 minutes ago, so. (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) We had like four different things this weekend I was keeping track of. So you have a synced Google Calendar. You got... The tile to keep track of your belongings. That's like what else do you guys do? That's like it's a good, um, unique. Several phone calls while I'm at work to ask where blank is. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> well, yeah. Geez, I even brought. And that you remember? Up. Usually, yeah, most of the time. Funny enough, too, because he has short-term memory loss. Oh, so, so does Patrick. Hey, yeah. high five. <laughs> hey, none of us can remember anything. Yeah. It's. It's interesting how it works, but it was a label given to me when I was younger, and uh, that seems very contextually specific. I couldn't really tell you the context. Numbers uh, is a big one, I well, would say. Mm. Numbers, sort of, but I would say, like, uh, names are another thing. Mm-hmm. Uh, not That's just names true. of people, but, like, names of, of objects as well. Like, uh, when I'm watching a, a show, I can retain the entire storyline of a show, but I could not tell you the names of the characters. Oh my god, um, Patrick too! Yeah, and that's that's a big thing for me. And I, that doesn't seem to be like a symptom or a comorbidity of any other particular like neurodivergence. It's just a particular thing that uh, my friends give me crap for and I don't know why it happens. <laughs> yeah, it blows my mind. We can watch the same thing. I don't remember I don't any names. of it. And he remembers every single little bit of it. Friends but neither of us can remember any. With, but mm. that might be like a conscious effort over the years. But uh, <sighs> yeah, it's. I, neither of us can remember of, anyone's whether, whether names. Whether it's like <laughs> the name of a park, the name of a device. Um, yeah. So yeah, one of so Patrick finds things for me. He loves finding things. So that's just like so perfect for me because I lose everything mm-hmm. all the time, constantly, mm-hmm. over and over again. And his thing is, like you said, words for objects or or names or... Pronouns of things. Yeah, just... He um, he had two traumatic brain injuries, and that's why his short-term memory loss is kind of an issue. But I'm a crossword puzzle nerd. Mm. So when he's talking about something and then can't remember that one word, I'm like, ooh, um, mm, uh, this, this, yeah. is it this, yeah. is it yeah. this? And she gets it every time. And I get it every time. However, now 
I'm so used to doing that to you that I fucking interrupt everybody who's just trying to fucking finish their sentence. Yeah. And they can't because I'm like, oh, are you trying to say this? Are you trying to say this? Are you trying to say this? Because you're taking forever to finish your it, sentence. I think it drives Shania crazy because uh, I will have like uh, the perfect variation of what I'm trying to say or how I'm trying to say it because I want to try to like uh, put just the right words in to where I like I'm saying it very uh, very perfectly and succinctly uh, to get my point across but I will take a while to bring the thesaurus forward and thumb through it to get just the right words so my sentence will take a while to come out and then Shania will uh, find a blank space in the middle and keep Finish talking it. or um, uh, wonder like what wrong. took me so long or ask me like uh what I said or what I'm even saying. Yeah. No, I need that thesaurus. <laughs> I need that. I need that person that's going to finish it for me. I love it. It's I so... Can get, I can get all the way up till the finish point. Mm-hmm. And I'm like, uh, uh, that that one thing, you know, and then I'll describe it is usually what I try to do. Tuberculosis. Yeah. <laughs> um, no, it's, it's funny, though. I... My... The only other neurotypical person that I'm around very often um, is my ex-husband, Dave, who lives out here in the tiny house. And he speaks so slowly (laughs) and so intentionally. Mm -hmm. And it he does a lot of um uh, um, and I just I squeeze my hands as tight as as tight as I can, and I just clench and I'm just like don't just finish your sentence Dave come on I know what you're trying to say I'm trying to make a conscious effort about like just giving up sometimes and uh, finding a good enough way to say my sentence get rid of the filter yeah that's what she often tells me but it's not a filter I'm not trying to like censor or filter it I'm just trying to say it right Mm -hmm. that sounds like a filter to me say it right like that sounds like you're yeah, you don't have to say it. Say, about it. say it in the way I intend to, so I communicate what I'm meaning properly. I guess that makes sense talking about the the short term memory. It makes mm. more sense now that you're fishing for the words and not necessarily mm. what to say. Yes. Yeah. yeah, that it's, makes. He sense. knows what it feels like, like. He knows what he's trying to like that, convey. Uh, the the car the car that you can drive that. Uh, the wind is going over like you. Uh, there, there, there's no top. There, yeah. Yeah, a yeah, convertible. Yeah. Right? yeah. yeah. That, like that's how it usually works for me. Is like. But for him, it's sheer silence. I don't get any of that. Depending, yeah. Y- yeah. No. Yeah. It helps me. It's a game. It's a game. It's like, oh, okay, yeah, you got it. You yeah. know, like <laughs> a convertible. Okay, yeah, yeah. So you don't like it when she inter- when she interrupts because she's usually it's, wrong about how your sentences. Filling the sentence, and it's more that she's continuing the conversation. So she's about four topics down the road by the time I'm able to formulate or remember where I was going with the initial topic. Yeah. So she's not always <laughs> trying to uh, bring it back around or trying to help me remember, but carrying on. Well, and that's where being in a double ADHD relationship does come in handy because yeah. we can we can be having five conversations at once, yeah. and it's fine. We'll get yeah. back to it eventually. I think the the double ADHD thing is interesting because I am more a like passenger in the car to that because our our roommate that I was referring to 
Um, <laughs> while his ADHD isn't always present, it is sometimes, and he's got the the other comorbidities that um, dances with. Uh, and sometimes I am just not in the room. Some <laughs> sometimes mm -hmm. they're having a conversation, and I'm there, and I have <laughs> things to say. But I'm just gonna. We're moving too I'm fast. I'm just gonna wait. Yeah, that, <laughs> like, well, and that's kind of like the like the cool thing too with it is that like you're if you find that sweet spot. Yeah. You know you're mm -hmm. you're doing Ruth. half you're doing half the work. Yeah. You let them cycle through their well, brain. <laughs> yeah. You know, of like the right word, like you know, trying to find you know, like the thesaurus. Mm -hmm. You're you're trying you're allowing them. To finish it and then just continue on. Yeah, you know what I mean. Like you, because know, oh, you're gonna yeah. remember where you were in your conversation. Yeah, yeah. they're not like if really if we bad. don't finish our thought, we're not gonna remember what we were talking. He does about. come back to topics. There really you go. Yeah. Well. The the funny thing is that um, and I have something about that too. But the the <laughs> the funny thing is when it comes to them going back and forth. Uh, three hours later they'll look at me and be like well why didn't you say anything why are you so quiet and i'm like i well i did say something i i was left i was left in the dust but it's fine i'm 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 a fly on the wall sometimes i accept that but you guys don't accept that because you think of just being quiet um, yeah but with the um keeping the conversation on track i feel like another like uh adhd symptom or like expressive such is that uh, she'll finish the other half of a sentence or like bring back up a topic like an hour later as though we never stopped talking. Yeah. And like, I don't, yeah. I don't know what we you're talking that. about. She just says like, no oh yeah, and that's when she was saying like, uh, she was going to take the kids down to the river. I'm like, who was saying what? Yeah. I don't know what you mean. Patrick just did <laughs> that, that to me today, earlier. <laughs> we were talking about moving the two smaller chickens into the coop the, with all the big ones. Mm -hmm. And I said do it at night because then they wake up together and they're all mm -hmm. a flock. But if you yeah. do it during the day, then Jerry, the rooster, might start fighting them and be like, you're not part of my flock. Get out of here. So I... We then split up, and I started cleaning up out here because it was I trash. started taking the chickens out to the fucking... <laughs> so then... Oh, and I saw you taking the chickens. <laughs> yeah. I thought put the chicken over the... So then I get in my head, okay, I'm, I got to find the microphones. I got to find the microphones. I took them camping. I never used them. and So I didn't know which camping bag they were in. I have, of course, a thousand bags. Um, so I I'm, like, looking, trying to find those, and he, like, stops me, and he was like... We can just put them, we can just insert them uh, during the day and it, it's not going to be a problem. Be and I was just like, wait, what? Insert what? What the fuck are you talking about? Insert who? Where? See, that's where like... What? Like Chickens. So oh, like in that instance, you stayed on the straight road, but with Shania, she's, she's gone through like four different roundabouts and then just accidentally found her way back at uh -huh. one of those previous roundabouts. Because <laughs> she was still like, thinking about it, and then yeah. she remembered something else that she forgot to up. tell you earlier. Yeah. 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 But I will say this. The whole time I was fighting Scout. Mm -hmm. Because yeah. she, was, she, was, she, was, she was like, Oh, I'm doing this! I'm going to do this! Oh, ow! Ow! And I know. I don't like, know why you're doing... I'm like, okay, hold on. I gotta put the chickens away. I'm gonna put the chickens away. That's your fault for choosing to do tasks like that when it's just. And then I'm yelling at Banjo, too. I was yelling at Banjo the whole time, too. Oh, that? Both things. There are three things here. So I just remembered another 
thing that another helps tool a help radiation. okay no this whole water bottle yeah, the water bottle in general so as, as an ADHD <laughs> send me the person, link i definitely doesn't hydrate very well but that has helped her a lot because the strap specifically is like a backpack and we're still in the testing phase in my head because she's only had it about a couple weeks so well, it's i'll, I'll talk to you in like six months and, and see I if drink she's still hydrated okay wait okay, wait, wait, wait 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 what they're describing is is Great big water bottle that has this like silicone sheath thing around it, and it the sheath has a pocket and a zipper and a handle and a little clip and a like a crossbody strap. So she can wear this gigantic water bottle and have her phone and keys keys and wallet and everything all together. It's massive, and she's so small. (laughs) Um, Okay, go ahead, Patrick. What? I forgot what I was going to say. Oh, shit. I'm sorry. <laughs> okay. Um, wait, hold on. Hold on. Let us know. He's going to tell us more things that are helpful um, for her, her ADHD. How many water bottles do you oh. guys have at your house? That's not too bad, surprisingly. <laughs> I actually, for a few months prior, made an effort. I was like... The straw on this specifically, I think, is why Shania's kept it. Because yes. she likes the, like, silicone nipple straw on there. It. So I kept going into, we'd be in Target wandering around and be like, you drink more water if you got this one. You always say you like our roommates. Why don't I get you this one? She's like, no, we don't need it. And there uh-huh. are a few other water bottles that have come and gone, like the the glass one that used to have the rubber thing around it that broke, the one you lost the lid to, so on and so on. But, yeah, yeah I, I think because of the style of... Um, like straw it has on there is why well, it's because that, that was like a thing that we went through too it was like gotta find the right one yeah, yeah it, had to it be was the right like one. do we have so yeah. many water bottles I feel like eventually like she said it's on brand but I feel like that's a blessing and it's get, they're only getting bigger that's the only yeah. thing too like yeah and I'm drinking less water well, he was, I have to have one everywhere I go I'm not gonna drink it about the size of it and I was like I will never need to refill it mm-hmm. well I didn't you think know? you'd want to lug it around but but I'm, but I'm thinking like so weddings and stuff. Like I'm lugging around all the other things. Yeah. It, it's just a, another small thing, you know. It's it's just. Well, if, and, you fill, if you fill it full of ice. Oh. Oh yeah, it'll melt over time. By the time that you start wanting spill. to drink it, it's going to be melted, and you'll always Ex- have cold water. Extended release yeah. water. That's a yeah. really good idea. Yeah. yeah. Um, the, that's the only kind they have. But her saying it's on brand is is a blessing and a curse. I feel like because once it's not on brand and it doesn't have the dopamine shot anymore, she's probably going to go get a different one. Yeah. Oh, you mean um, once it's not new and exciting anymore? Yeah, well, exactly. Chocolate brown is like one of my favorite. Like it's yeah, like it's a brand color. Oh god, yeah. Incorporate it in all things. So I get super excited to it's have beautiful. it work and like everything. Send us the link to it so we can. There's this, like 26 different colors too. This is why I, I grabbed the water bottle full of keys and things because uh, these loop earplugs, yes. the, the fashionable earplugs. I'm very uh, yeah, Shania, familiar. Our dog has chewed on them, as you can see. Oh. Uh, you still have both of them. Yes. <laughs> wow. Oh, it's been difficult. That's, I've got a. That's I've got. Me. I've got mismatched uh, sets. Yeah. I've got one of each type. Yeah. Every single like side harness or purse has uh, one of has just, a yeah. one in there. He just told me that they just came out with a new thing, like those yeah. people. Yeah. Oh, they've yeah. Had, yeah. They've got a strap now so, that can connect your loop earplugs. So you can just wear it around your neck and then you don't need pop a strap. You need a carabiner with a <laughs> retractable <Tracker. Yeah>. thing <laughs> I, so that when you're not using it they zip 
go right back into your hip. That's what I have for my weed pen. I know. <laughs> my uh, my earbuds have uh, the tile tracker built into them. That's what made me get the tile oh. things for Shania because. Um, if I lose a single earbud, it'll chirp the individual oh my ones, God. which is super nice. And they're just like skull candies that ended up having that feature that led to me getting the stuff. So I wish Loop was like large enough that it could have those, but I am also amazed they're both in here yeah. so far. But they are lifesavers. So much with the sensory issues, especially yes. with our my new dog. puppy who is oh. a husky and a Pomeranian. So parenting a toddler loud and vocal and yeah well, um, yeah and i put them in i have has, a niece who was she's seven months old and we were in the car and i was sitting back there oh, with yeah. her she hates she's the car crying, so i just you know. put them in while she's crying yeah. and i can still like yeah. play with her feet oh it is life-changing for me with yeah. uh with a toddler who's screaming all the time yeah, like yeah. i i panic and need to get out of there right away but if i put your plugs in i'm good i can yeah. handle it it's fine no yeah. big deal yeah i love those those by the end of the Your day, point. when Shania's ready to start swinging and the dog uh, has been sleeping all day, but then everybody's home and is now excited and uh, putting those things in while he yells a bunch and we try to prevent that, definitely, definitely helps. That has never been an issue for me. I think yeah, you the, have the hearing damage, though. Yeah, I that would make damage. Yeah, because I was going to say, it's a physical pain when my dog is yelping or yeah. the, the baby's that screaming. That also feel like relates to your CPTSD, though, like you've expressed. Me too. Oh, yeah, hurts my heart, too. But it also hurts my, my eardrums. It hurts my, of, like, brain. It, like, yeah. I feel like my brain is shaking inside of my head. Yeah. On so top of growing when, up. whenever Scout is, like, throwing a huge fit, it... Well, no... It, even with hearing loss, it just it goes through one ear and out the other. Uh-huh. Like, I'm just like, mm, okay. Just, yeah, it right. just doesn't Okay, let's you. take a moment. Let's relax and, you know. Yeah, and he can handle it so easy. See, my 13-year-old, never she never tantrumed. Her mm. tantrums were a little silent cross-armed <laughs> glare. <laughs> That's yeah. all you got. Uh-huh. And so, and I also have... PTSD, me getting like chased and screamed at, it my brain gets into fight or flight mode. And mm -hmm. luckily, mm -hmm. I'm a flyer and I don't like fight my child. Mm -hmm. But I, I, it overwhelms me sometimes. Earplugs are a huge fucking help. Yep. But um, also, him. I mean, if I if there's a tantrum going on and I just say like, I I can't. I have a very high tolerance for bullshit. He's yeah. good. Very I, high. Surprisingly, uh, surprisingly yeah. he does too. Oh, yeah, that's yeah. such a great thing he's in a partner. So, like non, like traumatized. You know, that's the only reason. Because I expect <laughs> oh, someone who's gone through hell to be like, yeah. you just, I can you deal just, with this. You walk into you're the situation and like, hey, what's going on, bud? Yeah. Oh man, you're really upset. Okay, yeah. I understand that. And the whole time they're screaming, 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 screaming. Just like. Yeah, okay. All I right, feel like let's, that... let's let's figure it out. No, let's let's yeah. try to calm you down. You know, like, what do you need? You know, let me help you Yeah. to make you feel better about what's going on around you and stuff. Mm -hmm. so I, I wish like I could that always... sometimes almost uh, annoys Shania because I'll come in and try to uh, be the level-headed person Therapist. and try to... Try to listen. Yeah, sometimes I, you describe it that way. But, he therapizes uh, me sometimes. <laughs> well, that wasn't necessarily what I was referring to. I know, but I know. <laughs> some, sometimes I feel like you're like, no, why, why are you not upset? <laughs> be, yeah. be upset. You're why not does supposed this not? to yeah. be calm. Because uh, yeah. he's neurotypical. I know. My, thi my thing is, is I'm a very loud person in general. Mm -hmm. I am not. I, like, anytime there's, like, too much quiet in the house, I'll walk around and I'll just... 
start yelling. Singing. That's me. You know, like, yeah, you, know, like you know. We were so, talking about in the car. Well, I was listening goblins. to your episode with Molly, and I don't know what made me think of it, but it just made me giggle a little bit because I was thinking of, like, the things that I have to do living with a neurotypical um, in order to get that, like, because uh, I get bored sometimes, you know, <laughs> and there's no reaction out of this one sometimes. So, like, I would do things like have a my, triangle in the middle of the pizza. Oh, yeah. She loves the... Oh, just creating chaos. Yeah, because yeah, oh, it's yeah. like the most innocent chaos. So, you know, because yeah. I'm not trying to fight, but I'm trying to fight. Yeah. yeah. yeah my, <laughs> fight? Fight. Let's just, yeah. fuck, let's just fuck something up. Do it. I just yeah. need a little we'll change in my routine. Between her and my roommate, I just... I'm often like a, a stoic sculpture, and they're just like, no, no, no. Yes. You, you get pissed off for my entertainment now. Yeah. <laughs> you live with two ADHD goblins. Pe- goblins. Oh, I was telling him the other day how much I am just getting used to the word yes. goblin. Well, yeah. I used to hate that. Dude, and I. I <laughs> oh, I. Yeah, I, I love the word goblin, especially to describe ADHD, because it totally feels like that it's when you perfect. get to that, when you have something to do. And you can't because that fucking goblin is inside of you. Just like, no, no, don't fucking do it. You can't. It's like, I just need to write an email. No, I've got 10 voicemails. No. It's like Smeagol. Yes, I hate it. But it's also like, um... nope, it's gone. <laughs> it's gone. That's the goblin as well. Um, Stealing your thoughts. So are you an only child? No. Did you grow up with children or with brothers and sisters? Uh, I have, th- well, two brothers and one sister. Oh, okay. All very much older than me. Mm-hmm. I'm the youngest. Because so. I, I grew up an only child, and uh, my mom did have um, her own kids later, but I didn't see them a whole lot. And um, I was often told as I grew up later that I was a very like quiet and well-mannered kid. I mean, I feel like my my dad has some credit to take there because mm. I was grounded once ever because most of the time he would just try to talk to me. But I feel like that is a lot of the reason that I uh, can have so much patience and because um, you were like, shown such that a high level of tolerance because mm-hmm. um, I I didn't have much chaos around me from any other kids or anything. I just had like me, my dad, and a very calm cat uh, and. My dad usually took the time to try to talk to me uh, that, or would leave, process his own stuff, and then come back and try to talk to me. Mm-hmm. Oh, and uh, that cat. Yeah. My, my, I, it's a little off topic, but I had a cat uh, named Sophie from the age of four to uh, 24. Um, she was with us up <sighs> until the house we were at now, uh, and she was definitely my emotional support. She was my she, emotional she support, was eventually. in my passenger seat. Uh, when we moved to Washington from Alaska, uh, we drove down, and she was just sitting in my passenger seat the whole time. And I had a hatchback. I'd open up the hatch, and she'd sit in the hatch and just, like, sniff out the air. She wouldn't try to jump out. She just mm. hung out with me and Cute. waited. Uh but yeah, it was just the three of us hanging out. So it was relatively calm in the house I grew up in. Usually mm-hmm. quiet. Sophie can tell when there was any kind of disruption. Yeah, she, she would was interrupt anybody's, it and then get on um, your lap. So emotional support. Um, she would just like lay on anybody and become a heater. And uh, <sighs> yeah. we used to call it getting soaked because <laughs> she would get on anybody's lap and lap and then like 
20 minutes later, they would be asleep. Uh (laughs) That's awesome. Yeah. So floofed. (laughs) Um, I should probably wrap this up, huh? I've been talking for a long time. Mm -hmm. What's Scout doing? Are they sleeping? I don't know. Yeah. Okay. Um... Well, I'm sure there's a lot of jumping around from topic to topic, but that's what we do on this show anyway. I mean, it's, you know, it's all about ADHD. Um, Well, have you guys back, I'm sure, sometime soon, because you'll probably listen to this and be like, God damn it, I wanted to say that. Or are you guys going to finish up? I'm just saying that. Okay, well, bye, Patrick. Bye. Bye. Do you want me to send uh, Holly out here? Oh. Yeah, you can. Yeah. Okay. She wants to hang out. That'd be cool. Okay. I love you. Love you too. Um. Uh. I I never know how to close it. I need to just have a script. <laughs> I think it was arguably cathartic. Uh, Good. The, the two partners getting to sit here and talk about the different ways we uh, cope and manage our partner's ADHD. Yeah, <laughs> I, I just get here to get to sit here and talk about like. Uh, all the way she drives me crazy and I get to try to problem solve it. <laughs> yeah. Like, I, I don't know when I first saw, when I first met you, um, Philip, I just saw how you treated her and her ADHD. Cause she was, you sent her to the car to grab something and she got to the car and she goes, what am I grabbing? And then you just like, really gently like repeated it mm-hmm. and then i mean it was just um just little things like that that i saw and i was like oh it's like such a relief to see mm-hmm. um because i knew shanai before that um mm-hmm. it was so funny i don't know the first wedding that we were at i said something about having adhd and her little face just lit up yeah. and oh, she yeah. goes oh, i have adhd too and i was like oh my yeah. god but so um <laughs> But just, um, I'd always heard her talk about you, but um, I'm like mama bear, especially to like 20 something girls where mm-hmm. I'm like, that was when I made all my worst decisions and dealt and have, I'm still dealing with like trauma that I put myself into and that I, uh, yeah. But so just seeing her be with someone who is really loving and supportive and just, um, doesn't treat her like she's stupid or broken or lazy because she has ADHD. Um, I love it. I love that you try to understand it, well, even I'm though you're constantly you... trying to convince Shania that she's not lazy because she's usually telling herself she is. Yeah, we love that. Like, <laughs> we do that. We're gonna continue to do it. We're always gonna feel weird. Yeah, yeah. there's a lot of moments where I have to, like, and she's gotten very good at like telling herself that she needs to give herself grace, but there's a lot of moments where. Over the years, especially, I've tried to, like, instill to her, like, you have to be patient with yourself, like, be kind to yourself. It's it's okay. You've accomplished what you're capable of today. Yeah. Try again the next day. Totally. And I love that. Like, she needs that. She will continue to need that, you know? No matter how much you tell her, she's still going to need that sometimes. And I love that you, you know... You take the time to learn about it, learn how it affects her, how it makes her feel. Know that you don't have to take all of those things personally that we do, that, you know, neurotypical people do just to be rude, but we do it because <laughs> yeah, <laughs> we can't, we don't have a choice. Yeah. Um, we just, uh, I appreciate you and who you are for her and like 
that she has this amazing, like safe space in you mm-hmm. that she has needed, you know, forever. Yeah. And well, so I cool. To say really quick that like, you know, I've, I'm really lucky that, um, you know, I'm only 24 years old yes. and I've realized that the way he treats me and the kind of partner he is, is what I deserve. Yep. As, you know, everything that I've gone through, you know, way too young to be going through any of it. I've learned what I deserve and what that looks like. And I can recognize that. And I'm well, thankful for that. I wanted to go back to something you said really early on about our relationship and how you were like, why should I be with a person that um, is a self-proclaimed agent of chaos um, when I could, quote, be with someone easier or simpler? Um, And as I've always said, uh, every time you say that, that every relationship, uh, intimate or not, has its own set of problems. uh, And I would just be trading a different set of problems or a different set of circumstances. Yeah. And I'm <laughs> totally I'm invested in these ones and in the ones that we're working on together. And oh. yeah. Yeah. I love that. <laughs> but I also wanted to reciprocate when it comes to you talking to talking about our relationship. I feel like it also helps Shania a lot having uh, both a community with like the podcast group on Facebook and just you in general having both a creative and someone who understands her neurodivergently. Uh-huh. I think it definitely helps a lot having someone like that in Chennai's life and being able to have someone she can bounce off with. Because uh, like you said earlier, there's a lot of different ways ADHD can uh, express itself. And you guys definitely seem to have uh, similar comorbidities that, that help a lot. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yes. Well, help, and help is an interesting word, but... <laughs> yeah, but we can... can hinder, but... No, yeah, but um, just knowing that you're not alone. Mm-hmm. Yeah, exactly. It's, it's, it's not incredibly rare, but it's rare enough that you go through a lot of your life feeling like a weirdo. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And feeling like there's something wrong with you and feeling like you're stupid and like you're lazy and, you know. Um, so just knowing that there's other people out there I mean, all, all my friends are like ADHDers now. We interrupt each other. Yeah. We fucking finish each other's sentences. We forget things. We, you know, forget e- that we were supposed to hang out. It's okay. Mm-hmm. You know, we all understand each other and we all give oh, each other grace in uh, that. One of the last things, yesterday was funny because, like I mentioned, we have had uh, like five different things to do this weekend starting Friday. And uh, yesterday she spent pretty much the entire day saying, oh, I've got to text Cherish about the podcast. <laughs> oh, um, I'll text her and say, I've been meaning to text you all day. And I think it was Nine by the time we were on the way home from the birthday party we had been at most of the day where she's like, oh, I'm going to text Cherish now. I'm like, well, yeah, I thought you did that. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Yeah. No. See, I will, I will think, oh, I need to text them. And then later I'll think, did I or yeah. not? It's, it's, it's a fine balance. I walk between accountability partner and... Trying not to feel like I'm telling her what to do. <laughs> totally. Yeah. Yeah. Because if you tell her what to do, yeah. oh, mm-mm. Like she's going to do the, she's going to do the opposite. Yeah. She's going to do the opposite of that. That's, that's the something defiance. Disorder. Defiant disorder. <laughs> and there's another term Is there for a term it. for it? Uh, yes, well, there's a term for it being an autism symptom. It's like PDA or something. It's like a demand avoidance mm, type thing. Yeah. I feel like people with ADHD kind of have that too. Every because, single one that I know of does. Yeah, like don't 
tell me what to do if I don't understand Oppositional defiance disorder, that's what it is. Oppositional defiance disorder, yeah. Yeah, so I think that the difference between oppositional defiance disorder, I am not totally accurate on this, but that and then the PDA, um, the demand avoidance is violence. I think the oppositional part is, is the violence. So I think oh. the demand avoidance is you won't do the demand, um, but then it turns into a um, oppositional defiant disorder when you won't do it, and if they keep fighting you to do it, you end up physically fighting. Oh, okay. Right? Yeah. I think that's one of the only differences. I might be wrong, but um, that was me. Me as a kid, I would I would fight the demand physically as well, much as possible. Uh, yeah. Whether it's fighting your own demands or uh, yeah. <laughs> the emails or yeah, the I hate emails. Toothbrush. I hate brush. Yeah. Well, I don't hate brushing my teeth, but yeah. Yeah. It's why? It's why hard. is it so hard? It's a lot of stuff. It's so easy for neurotypical people. Nish and I was spicy. <sighs> expressing her frustration with me as I finished brushing my teeth last night, and she was struggling to put the brush in her hand, and I, like, uh, got the toothbrush ready for her, walked out of the bathroom, sat there for about five minutes, and I still heard her in the bathroom, like, Ugh. Yeah. <laughs> what in the world? Yeah, okay. I Yeah, I was doing the same thing yesterday, just, like, trying to force myself. I don't know why it's so hard. It, I don't understand yeah. these things. Something about our brain. Yeah. Something woken. <laughs> it's okay. Um, uh, uh, is there anything else either of you guys wanted to say? Not without going down a whole nother rabbit hole. <laughs> yeah. We can go another, down another rabbit hole. Let me um, close this real quick and then we'll record another one. Sure. Yeah? Sure. If you want to. You don't have to. I don't mind. Just if you want to. Um, all right. Well. We're definitely not making this it to them. Um, oh, wait. Do you have something else? Oh, no. It, it, it was an if, if then situation and we've already not made it. Oh, yeah. Well, fuck them. Yeah. <laughs> it, was, it was a new church or something. Oh, like yeah. <laughs> Our roommate's new church. Well, thank you so much for listening, you adorable little ADHD goblins. We love you. We love you so much. Um, come join my ADHD goblin Facebook group and talk to us about all of the problems you're having. We will all understand and be there for you and probably won't have solutions, but you know. Or we might. Who knows? Might. Some people have, have hacks. Well, I'll uh, talk to you next week and just try to focus for fuck's sake okay thanks bye if you're anything like me your brain is a wild tornado hurling thoughts ideas uh music um all sorts of shit at you at all times and keeping track of your clients can get really tough. If you are struggling to keep that spreadsheet alive, just stop and give Dubsado a try. There are a million different CRMs out there, but Dubsado is the one that I personally use and personally love. But my God, once you get it all set up, it just flows seamlessly. Your client does one thing and then it triggers the next thing and then it triggers the next thing and then triggers the next thing and everything just goes to them like it's supposed to, comes to you like it's supposed to, gets scheduled like it's supposed to, 
and you don't even have to think about it. Dubsado lets you try three clients for free. It's not a matter of time. You can manage three clients in there for free. Um, after that, use code Cherish Harper. That's Cherish, just like the word, and Harper, just like uh, the word. You'll get twenty percent off either your first month or your first year, whatever you sign up for. That's code Cherish Harper for Dubsado for twenty percent off. Go get it. you're a nerd for film and that disposable camera look, take a look at Paper Shoot Camera. I got one and I love it so much. It feels like a film camera because the images look like film and you can't see them on the back of the camera until later when you plug it into your computer. But it's not film, so you can take as many pictures as you want since it's just shooting onto an SD card. It's the greatest little invention ever. It's tiny and light. I bring it everywhere I go, and the images really feel like disposable camera film images. Film is expensive. Try a paper shoot camera. And use code CHERISHHARPER10 and get 10% off of anything that you buy. It's paper shoot camera, and use code CHERISHHARPER10. Get it. You won't regret it.